All right, if you would rise with me for the reading of the word, we're going to look at two places Genesis chapter 26, verse 12, and then Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 10. Okay, okay starting with Genesis chapter 26, verse 12. Why don't we all read together? One, two, three, go. Then Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And then Galatians chapter 6, I'll read this for you, and you could just repeat certain words. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Say mocked. mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, say Spirit, Spirit. from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Let us pray. Father, I thank you. Can you help me move this? Father, I thank you for today. We ask, Lord, that you would give us understanding. God, that you would speak to your sons and daughters prophetically through this. That you would give us a seed, a divine seed from heaven so that we sow the right kind of the seed in 2020. And just as you have promised me that in 2020, whatever kind of seed that we sow, that we will reap hundredfold in this year. So Lord, help us to sow and water the right seed so that we may reap hundredfold. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Okay, a lot of things here. I'm kind of too short, short for this, huh? Okay, I'll try my best, guys. All right. I'm gonna, this is my illustration. And I tried to do this in Emeryville side last Sunday, right? So the lapel mic, I didn't have it. So it was kind of difficult, um, but I'm going to try to do my best here, right? So it's going to be good. Amen? All right. So God gave me Genesis 26, verse 12, as a promise for 2020. Here, Isaac, okay, Isaac sowed here in chapter 26, and the Bible says he sowed and he reaped hundredfold that same year because why? God blessed him. And I just feel like as I was like talking with God and you know praying for 2020, as he gave me that season of fighting has ended and the season of building has begun, he says, Sonny, if you sow the right seed, you're gonna reap hundredfold. Who wants to reap hundredfold this year? You, you? Hey, according to your faith, right? Acqu no, seriously, if you want to reap hundredfold, this is a word for you, right? And I want you to receive the right kind of the seed so that you are able to reap hundredfold of the right kind of fruit. Because according to Galatians, right, if you sow in your sinful nature, 
you're going to reap out of that sinful nature. Right? So you, 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 we better remain in the spirit and sow the right kind of seed. Amen? Yeah? Yeah. The right seed. You will reap hundredfold. Look at your neighbor and say, sow the right seed. Now, if you the, sow the seed of apples, what can you expect to reap? Apples! Very good! <laughs> Okay, if you sow the seed for oranges, what are you going to reap? <gasps> wow, you guys are amazing. That's right. You will reap oranges. Okay, okay. Let me take it a little bit deeper. If you sow the seed of kindness, <gasps> what are you going to reap? Kindness. kindness. Nicole, good job. <laughs> A plus. If you sow the seed of forgiveness, what are you going to reap? You cannot sow seed for apples and expect oranges. Hmm? You have to sow the right kind of seed. You see, I brought these fake seeds so you could actually see it. Because when I use the real seed, it's so small in Emeryville, they're like, what? We don't see anything. <laughs> the seed, they're so small. So to, to make the illustration better, you can see this, right? Right? Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> I'm just like, huh, what? <laughs> All right. But I'm here to say there's this supernatural seed. See, if you go to the store, you, gotta, you have to like pray about, God, what kind of fruit do you want me to reap? Because I have to get, right? I can't. Sow apple seed and expect oranges, so you got to buy the right kind of seed, right? And you're going gonna to have to pray about it. But in the kingdom, there's this supernatural seed. And if you could sow this seed, right, in one tree, you could expect many kinds of fruit to grow. And for that, let me give you Matthew 6, 30. Three. It says, but seek first. Everybody say first. first. His kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you. You see, 2020, if you get the kingdom first seed, right? If you sow kingdom first seed, and I'm not making it up. I'm not trying to, you know, make you become more spiritual right now and manipulate you to pray more as a pastor. I'm telling you what the Bible says. If you sow the seed for kingdom first, seek ye first the kingdom of God, you're not going to just reap spirituality. Oh, I could pray better now. Oh, I actually like going to church now. Oh, I don't mind going to community group now. Um, when you sow the kingdom first seed, not only will you reap spiritual fruit, but it says all these things. Everybody say all these things. All these things will be given to you as well. In Galatians, it starts with do not be deceived. Look at your neighbor and say do not be deceived. Look at your other neighbor and say God cannot be mocked. You see, when you believe the lies of the enemy, you will be deceived. But the reality is that God 
cannot be mocked. Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived on earth, he gave us this deep kingdom, divine, powerful revelation. You want to hear? You want to hear? Okay, it comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 3. I think I have it. It says, this is what he says. If clouds are full of water, they will pour rain. <gasps> what? <laughs> Upon the earth, whether a, a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there will it be. <gasps> Revelation. You want me to give you another revelation, guys? If I choose to sit right here, I will be sitting right here. If I choose to pour the water, the water will be poured. If I raise my hand and slap Keone, he will be slapped. <laughs> God cannot be mocked. Just like that, if I pour water here, the water will be poured. <laughs> Just like that, if you sow, God says, you will reap. And the prophetic promise is, if you sow the right seed, you will reap hundredfold. I want to tell you about this woman. In 2 Kings, there was a woman, a Shunammite woman. She sowed a kingdom first seed. You see, because in her village, in her city, a man of God, a prophet of God named Elisha would often come. And often she would feed him. And one day she said to her husband, Kioni, since my husband is in Emeryville. You could be my husband. <laughs> husband, this man of God comes to our village all the time. We have an extra room upstairs. Can we buy a bed, a nice bed, put it up there, and can we feed him and let, let him just stay at our house upstairs? Can we, husband? Sure. <laughs> husband said yes. And so what she did was she refurbed the upstairs room. She bought a new bed. And when the man of God came, he said, man of God, we want to honor you. I want to sow the right seed this year. Will you please, please come to our house and stay with us and eat our food every time you come? Yeah. Yay! So Elisha would often come and stay with this woman. And after a while, Elisha talks to his uh, uh, servant and says, you know what? She's done so much for us. Let's find out. Let's call her. Let's ask. Let's find out what we can do. And she call, he calls the Shunammite woman. Hey, what can we do? See, I know the king. I could talk to him about anything. Whatever you need, you let me know. I'll talk to the king. I'll make it happen. And the Shunammite woman says, oh, no, 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 no. I'm living with my people. I'm fine. I'm not doing this to get anything. I'm fine. I'm just honored that you come. But then, and then she walked out. She didn't want anything. And then Elisha said, no, no. Her seed demands a harvest. He said, I got to do something. And the servant comes and said, man of God, 
she's old, but she has no son. And he said, he, call her, call her. By this time next year, you will hold a son. Prophetic, prophetic. <laughs> By this time next year, you will have a husband. No, just kidding. You will hold a son. And then she said, please, please don't keep my hopes up. I'm fine without a son. But guess what? A year later, God gave her a son. The, the prophetic revelation or kingdom revelation is this. Her seed demanded a harvest even if she didn't expect anything. She has a son. The son is growing up. One day, mommy, my head hurts. And he gets sick. He falls and then dies. And you know what she does? She picks him up or tells the servant to pick him up. Go put him in the prophet, the man of God, his bedroom. He lay, they lay the dead child in that room. And she goes after the prophet Elisha. And Elisha's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She holds onto his leg. And then he's like, she's like, I told you not to give me false hope. And then he knew, okay, let's go. And he goes with the Shunammite woman, he enters into that upper room. He sees the dead boy. You know what he does? He lays on the dead, face to face, arm to arm. And then he gets up and he walks around praying, right? He's praying. He lays back. And when he prays, God resurrect this boy. And he lives and he gives the boy back to this Shunammite woman. You see, the seed that she sowed many years ago not only demanded a harvest where she was able to receive a son, but the seed that she sowed many years ago provided a miracle when she needed it for her son. You have no idea the seed, the right seed that you sow in 2020. You have no idea what kind of fruit not only the fruit you're going to see end of 2020, but here in the years to come, you have no idea what that seed demands, yeah. what kind of harvest it will release on your behalf. Yeah. Hmm? If you believe for a harvest, but you do not sow a seed, harvest will never come. But if you sow a seed, even if you have moments of doubt, and you lose hope momentarily, that seed that you sow demands the harvest and you will reap. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you will reap. Hmm? Whatever kind of seed that you will sow, you will reap hundredfold because God cannot be mocked. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. This morning, can I give you some agricultural lesson on farming? I'm not a farmer, so I don't know much. So I have to rely on Google. <laughs> right? Now. Once you sow a seed, there are things that you can do to help your crop grow faster, right? 
Now, you can see this, right? All right. First, what do you need? You need the right kind of soil. Okay, I will use this pot that, broken pot that uh, Jason broke this morning. Okay, you gotta have the right kind of soil, okay? You, without soil, even if you sow many seeds, what happens? Nothing happens, right? Keone, come, fill this up for me. <laughs> fill it up about to this much, okay? Now, the soil gives, right? The soil does three kinds of things, okay? Now listen to me as he does this, okay? The soil performs three basic functions for plants. You ready? Number one, the soil gives plants a chance to root down. You see, without a soil, the seed just lays there. But with the soil, it allows the seed to root down and hold firm. Okay? Furthermore, the soil must be well drained. It has, it has to be right so it drains water well because the surface of water, right, can right, rot the roots of the plant, right? Soil is very important, okay? The soil needs to hold a certain amount of moisture. Finally, I'm going to say finally, the soil should provide the plants with necessary nutrients. You see, without this soil, it has no nutrients for your plant to be able to grow, okay? You have to be in the right soil in order for you, your seed to root down, receive nutrients, and grow. Now, when you go to Indonesia, they have the sweetest mango. So good, oh my goodness, right? It's so yummy. But even if I brought the same mango seed from Indonesia, if I planted in San Francisco, the fruit that mango it's gonna bear, it's not gonna taste the same. It's not gonna be as sweet as it is in Indonesia, even if it's the same seed. Why? Because the soil is different and the soil in this different temperature and atmosphere does different things. So you wanna reap hundredfold? You wanna sow the right seed? You better have the right soil. Little more. Hmm? If you're going to sow the kingdom first seed, you must keep that seed, where? In the kingdom of God, in the house of God, in the presence of God, in the community of God. You wanna sow the right seed? You better keep that seed that's inside of your soul because you, you, you're not gonna take the pot everywhere you go when you sow the right seed. You're that pot. You're going to keep that seed inside of you. So you better come to the house of God where we worship God more than you go to the club to, you know. You better, you understand? You have to keep the seed in the right kind of soil. Thank you, Keone. Give him a hand, guys. Now, you need to remain in the right kind of soil. But once you sow a seed, okay, once you sow a seed,
Okay, let, let me sew it, right? You, you got to be patient. Everybody say patient. patient. You know what we do in the spirit? This is what we do. Okay, God, I have faith. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. I receive the seed. I'm going to sow it. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And then you're like, yeah. And then uh, a minute later, where's the fruit, God? Is the seed there? What's going on? And we dig it out. It's still there. I did what you told me to do. But how come I don't see any fruit? You said seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto me. Why am I still broken, single, and lonely? God! Not knowing if you left it there. Well, you know what? We keep going back. What's going on, God? And we kept digging it out. Through what? Unbelief. Through doubt, through discord, we kept digging it out. Live it alone. <laughs> be patient. Look at your neighbor and say, be patient. Hmm? Out of impatience, we often kill our crop. We got to stop digging the seed out. You have to stop questioning God's goodness. You have to stop questioning God's love. Stop questioning. Huh? Look at your neighbor and say, stop questioning God. Now, once you, walk, you sow the seed, what do you have to do? You got to water the seed. It will dry out if you don't water it. Ooh, you see that? See? Now it's taking root, guys. Look, look, right? You got to water the seed. You cannot ignore the sea forever. Once you sow it, you got to water the sea. Hmm? I love ranunculus, right? I love peonies and tulip. If anybody want to buy me flowers, what is it? Peony, ranunculus. 20 years of marriage. You, guess what my husband still buys me? Roses. <laughs> I said, I even took pictures of ranunculus. This is what I want. What do I get? Roses. So remember, ranunculus, peonies, or tulips. <laughs> tell, tell my husband, guys. They're beautiful. Hmm? I know I'm, I'm supposed to, when I receive it, I love it. And I know I'm supposed to water them. But Nine out of 10 times, no, 99 out of 100 times, I get busy and I don't water them. They dry out and they die. Knowing that I should water it and I don't water it, but I just look to God for a miracle. That's how we live. We are able to water the seed that we have sown but we ignore it. We, don't, we never open the Bible once we leave Sunday. Right? Right? Come on. Some of us, I'm being real right now, right? But I'm so busy, but you are not too busy to take showers. You're not too busy to eat food, but you're too busy to open the Bible. Mm. You know what it is? You stop watering your seed. 
And then we get angry. God, I believe for a miracle. You know, often, like what we want is we sow, we ignore, we don't water, we don't do anything about it, and we expect God to just, da da, <laughs> just, just, just fully grown plant with fruit already on it. <sighs> Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> and instead of that, what we get is this, and we, what do we do? God, why? I believed. Hmm? There's process to sowing, watering, and reaping the right kind of fruit. Amen? Amen? For example, I sowed a kingdom first seed. And I'm like, God, I'm going to choose you first this year. Every decision I make is going to honor you, God. And then you wake up Sunday morning and you're tired. <laughs> and you feel kind of discouraged. And you kind of don't want to see other people's faces. You know, you're tired of that surface talk. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? Oh, I'm, oh I, I'm in my soul right now. I just can't handle that. You wake up and the enemy says, yeah, you don't need to go. Watering the right seed is choosing the right action from believing the right truth. So that when you wake up on Sunday morning and you said, I'm too tired, I'm too discouraged, I'm too busy, you're going to water that right seed by getting up out of your bed and coming to church. That's watering the right seed. Oh, God. Kingdom first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sow that kingdom first seed. But then you find yourself busy. And then right before you go to sleep, you realize I haven't even opened the Bible. What do you, what do, you do? What is, how do you water that seed? The enemy will say, it's too late anyway. Just go to sleep. You'll do it tomorrow. The watering the right seed is... Even if I'm about to go to sleep, God, I'm going to allow your word to water my soul. And you're going to open that Bible, even if it's for two minutes, right? And you fall asleep while you're reading it. That right action, watering, even if you're not perfectly good at it, your effort to water that seed through your obedience, your act, right action, God is going to bless it and you will reap hundredfold. Hmm? What else do you need? You need a fertilizer. Okay? If you use that, it helps it helps your plant to grow better. Fertilizers are compounds given to plants with the intention of promoting growth, okay? Look at your neighbor and say, your attitude is a fertilizer. Your attitude is going to be either a fertilizer or a poison. Hmm? Do not poison your plant with your negativity but fertilize it with faith and with positivity. Hmm? Choose to believe rather than to complain. Okay? Do not, everyone say, do not. Do not. Say, do not. Do not. Do not. Do not. 
poison. poison. My plant. Right? You see? So this is, who's married over here? Raise your hand. Some of us, you're single people, you have it easy. Because us married people, do you know how hard it is to respond, to fertilize our relationship in positivity when you choose to keep on pushing my button? Do you know how impossible it is to say, oh, thank you to Roses after 20 years? <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Not only did I tell you every year, I even send you pictures. <laughs> and then husbands, okay, this is husbands. When they, when they are not praised for what they did and they feel like a failure, instead of doing better, you know what? They shut down. <laughs> Can I talk about some husbands lately? You shut down, you husband. <laughs> And then you don't even buy us any flowers anymore. Because, well, no matter what I buy, you're not happy. <laughs> and so, twin, last year, guess what Benjamin bought me? Nothing. <laughs> so you know what I did? Oh, Benjamin, you want to buy me ranunculus? He said, I'll be more than happy to buy you ranunculus. <laughs> Okay, Valentine's Day came. I did not get ranunculus. <laughs> so you know what I did? I took him and I picked it. I said, pay for it. <laughs> we have to learn. Often, my negativity shuts my husband down. Because he did try. You know what I mean? I mean, Im imagine my husband at the flower shop year after, wait, what did my wife want? Wait, what? <laughs> imagine the pressure. He wants to do it right, but he's always, oh, imagine. And he tried year after year, and he thinks, I finally got it. And he brings lilies. It's not rose. He brings this big old lily, white lily. And he expect me to be like, yay, and my face, <laughs> Do you often, often we poison even our relationship with negativity, with complaints? If you don't know me by now, forget it. I shut him down. You know, and I could have many excuses to say, you don't understand. I try this, I try that, I try this. And my negativity makes my husband feel like a failure that makes him want to even stop trying. Often, you know what we do? We negatively poison our, our spiritual crop and we expect God to work a miracle. When God says, Sonny, it's your job to water it and fertilize it through your faith. Believe for your husbands. Believe for your wives. I, I, I got to somehow, you know, make this work <laughs> for the husbands that are going to be listening to these uh, sermon, right? Often, our negativity really poisons our crops, our complaints. But when we choose 
to use our attitude as a fertilizer, even if it feels so wrong, even if it feels like it's not fair, what I'm doing is I'm fertilizing my crop. And guess what? In its due time, I will reap hundredfold in my marriage, in my crop. Amen? Another thing that you can do is to do weed control. If I say weed control. Now, weeding is the act of removing unwanted, ever say unwanted, unwanted, items of any kind, okay? The enemy will surely, ever say surely, come when you sow a seed, okay? When you're growing a plant, he's going to come and he's going to drop weed, right? He's going to really drop the lies. He'll never change. She'll never change, right? He's going to drop. God's not going to really provide that. Oh, God's not going to really do that. He's going to drop weed. But if you leave it saying, this is my life, this is reality, guess what? That weed grows up together with your plant and it competes for the nutrients in your soil. And they did this research where they left the weed with the plant in one, and the other one, they took the weed out. Guess what? Within 24 hours, the plant with the weed did not grow 50%. It reduces the growth of your plant in 24 hours 50% because it competes for the nutrients. It eats your, what you should be eating. For example, you come to church, Oh, you feel the presence of God. You feel good. Okay, God, you are real. Okay, I see you. I feel you. You're encouraged. The word was good. I'm going to sow the right seed. I'm going to water the right seed. And you, you go back, but you leave the weed. The weed in your life is anything that competes with your spiritual walk with Jesus. Some of us, it could be Netflix. It could be relationships. It could be a wrong belief. It could be a lot of things. When you leave the weed in your life, it will suck life out of you. And then by Wednesday, you're discouraged. And you say, what's the use? What's the use? It is vital that you get rid of the weed. Every day. Every day. You think, I already did last week. Well, how come there's more still? Guess what? Because enemy knows how fruitful you're going to be. And he wants to distract you from reaping hundredfold. So he's going to come back bringing different kinds of weeds. Oh, 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 you love Jesus, but you also love this. You sure you could get rid of this? You sure you could give this up? Are you sure? The enemy will bring lies. And if you believe his lies, you are allowing the weed to grow in your crop along with the right seed that you have planted. You must, everybody say must, get rid of the spiritual weeds in your life that competes for your attention, that competes for your spiritual fervency. The scripture says, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. If you give up, it's going to be hard for us to reap the harvest. What kind of seed are you going to sow in 2020? If I could have the worship team to come back. Whatever kind of seed that you sow, God says, 
you will reap hundredfold. Everybody say hundredfold. The question is this, guys. Who will actually believe him and actually work? Have you guys heard Benjamin's sermon from Emeryville side called Risk Taker? Raise your hand if you do. If you didn't, I beg you, I encourage you to listen to that sermon. And, you know, throughout the whole sermon, he's like, oh, this word is only for three, four of you. And he ends with that. Because oftentimes we hear the word and we say, yay, that was good. But we don't do anything about it. And the reason why he said this word is only for three or four of you is because he says only maybe three or four of you will actually believe it and will actually take some risks in 2020. Who's going to actually believe God's prophetic promise? Whatever kind of seed you sow, you will reap hundredfold. If you really believe that you're going to reap hundredfold, not only are you going to just uh, believe, you're going to actually get up out of your butt. You're going to actually move your body. You're going to actually do something about it. If you could all rise with me. Keone, can you help me move, move this? Can you help him? Today, God is asking every one of you, I want to make you fruitful in 2020. I want you to experience what it feels like to reap hundredfold. It's like Kendra fighting her last fight. She went in expecting to win, but expecting to fight hard. It wasn't going to be easy. She was going to give it all. But she didn't even have to fight all five rounds. Why? Because God honored her seed of faith. And she was able to reap in the natural what she sowed in the supernatural. <clears throat> Today, I want you to just quiet your souls before God. And maybe speak to him one-on-one. -on -one. God, I want to sow the right seed. I want to experience what you're talking about. I want to reap hundredfold. I want to see that in my finances. I want to see that in my relationships. I want to see that in my spirituality. I don't want to just hear about people coming back from mission field, seeing blind eyes open. I want to see blind eyes open in the city of San Francisco. God, I don't want to just hear about how you provide it supernaturally where they only took 100 sandwiches, but somehow, some way they fed 1,000 people. But I want to see that here in my life. I want to reap hundredfold in my life. So, I give you my heart. Yeah, we just lift yourselves up to God. I present to you myself. As I am. God. Remove anything 
that keeps me from reaping hundredfold this year from my life. You know, some of you, you've been sowing the wrong kind of seed. And God wants to give you the right kind of seed in 2020. Some of you, you have the right seed, but you just stop watering that seed. And He wants to give you grace to water that seed. Some of you, you've been poisoning your seed rather than fertilizing your plant. So He wants to, hmm, He wants to empower you, your attitude to be the fertilizer rather than the poison. Some of you, you're all there. Only thing is you just allow different kinds of weeds to grow, to live with you. There are things that compete with God in your life. And God is saying, son, daughter, if you would give that up, if you would surrender that, you will experience reaping hundredfold this year. You don't have to wait till next season, next year. You will be able to reap hundredfold this year. So wherever you are at, will you just lift it up to God? Receive the right seed. Receive the right mind. Receive the right attitude. And surrender the wrong things that do not belong in your life. Whatever it is, Spirit of God, will you speak to your sons and daughters right now? Will you pinpoint God wherever they are at? Speak to them. So that in 2020, Lord, all of us, all of us, not one left behind, will be able to end 2020 rejoicing because we're going to reap hundredfold. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. God, help us to be kingdom first sons and daughters.